forever. Dog. Hi, hi, hi. It's Sydney. And Marie. From the Unofficial Expert Podcast. We're here to tell you what you need to check out this week on the Forever Dog Podcast Network. Let's start with Treks in the City, a podcast hosted by Alice Wetterland and Veronica Arsario. And they welcome back fan favorite guest Paul F. Tompkins. Talking about Star Trek, the next generation, space fashion, intergalactic sex, and so much more. But why stop there? Check out more great Treks in the City quarantine episodes with guests like Amanda Seals, Yodoya Travis, and Forever Dog podcasters Tom Sharpling and Mitra Johari. And if you missed it on Sloppy Seconds, Big Dipper and Meatball interview actor and comedian Lauren Lapkus from the Netflix movie The Wrong Missy. Do you know what it's like to grind on David Spade? Well, she does. And of course, hello, you already know, we'd love for you to check out and subscribe our freaking show, The Unofficial Expert, where we talk to our favorite comedians and friends about their fields of fake expertises. We had some incredible guests like Devin Walker as a reform hoe expert, Alana mm-hmm. Glazer as a friendship expert, mm-hmm. and Forever Dog own Meg Stalter as the church expert. So laugh and learn something absolutely ridiculous by subscribing again to the unofficial expert thanks for listening and for all the latest forever dog updates videos and episode clips make sure to follow forever dog team on twitter and instagram now enjoy this episode forever I'm Io. And I'm Olivia. And baby, you know what it is. It's a Wednesday, and you are, unless it is a Wednesday, but... It's gonna be a Wednesday. It's coming out on a Wednesday. It's gotta be a Wednesday. <laughs> and you are listening to an episode of Iconography. This is the podcast where we invite a friend on, and we say, who's your favorite icon of all time? And do you think they'll endure the test of time? And that sounds, when I said it just then, it sounds very intense, but it's just... We're just hanging. We're just hanging. We're just hanging and chatting with our pals. We're gabbing. We're swapping goss. We're talking shop. We're chitting chat. And we're having a good time. <laughs> I, uh, you and I like just kick this off by starting. It's true. With We've a little had, icon talk. We do start with a little icon talk. And Olivia, I'd love to ask you, who's yeah. your icon of the week? Um, my icon of the week is a woman who's been very important to me for a very long time. Mm. And it is one Miss Lana Del Rey. Oh, wow. Um, she... This is coming out sometime. Norman fucking Rockwell will have come out by the time this comes out, Mm. and I'm sure it's a masterpiece. I just think um, she has been on a beautiful roll ever since I was... Alec? Hot producer Alec didn't silence his phone. It just... That's so crazy. It's like you're just a woman in the world trying to talk about a woman making music that's important to you (laughs) and a man. Wow. Thinks it's okay. (laughs) Wow. Anyway. No, it's important to see. And it's important to talk about. (laughs) Because as women in art, 
<laughs> Stop. And okay. Technology. Anyway, um, <laughs> I've I think Lana is really uh, firing on all cylinders right now, and I'm happy for her, and I'm happy that. There was a great Billboard profile that came out about her where uh-huh. she talks about her life and she's like, yeah, most of the time I just like sit in Starbucks and talk shit with my friends. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that sounds amazing. She goes to church twice a week. I like, know that she's she literally a, She's literally a normie who just like writes poetry about sex <laughs> and then sets it to pop music. And I it's like, yeah, hmm. go crazy. Cool. Uh, um, who is your icon this week? My icon this week is somebody, some who I did not pay a lot of attention to initially. Mm-hmm. I think I treated um, it with Ill, uh, disregard. I yeah, would yeah, even yeah. go so far as to say. And this icon became so iconic to me in a, in a moment when Olivia and I were in an Uber together. And in the sky, I saw him, her, them who I have always known my entire life, mm-hmm. seen a lot, seen frequently. Um, and I realized after Olivia saw it afterwards and pointed it out to me, there's not as many of this icon. I took him for granted. And my icon is the Goodyear blimp. Talk on it. Speak on um, it. Because I feel like I have seen that blimp so much in my life. And I yeah. don't, and I know that the blimp is like sports based in well, its travel, yeah. and um, I think I'm from Boston, and so maybe because of the Pats or football game sports games, I've seen the blimp a lot. Olivia, however, pointed out to me there are only 13 working blimps in the world. This is my favorite fun fact. There aren't as many blimps as anyone thinks there are. I thought there were so many no. blimps. There's one Goodyear blimp in there- travels. One blimp. One blimp. How does the blimp get around? Okay. Here's the thing that Io and I really tried to figure out earlier today is that how, does the blimp fly from location to location? There's no, no one knows. Is the blimp deflated? Do they deflate it? Do they have to reinflate it every time? Because even if they deflate it, then there's a whole folding process. And what about the base and it's of like the blimp? That must, you have to do it in like a hangar. Like, anyway. I. The, it literally blimp is an icon. <laughs> rocked my world, shocked me so much. I'm so sorry to any single blimp I've taken for granted and said, oh, cool, another blimp. It's not another blimp. It's one of third fucking teen. 13 blimps in the world. I feel crazy by this news. I feel crazy, and I feel like a lot of people don't know this, because I didn't know. If you love someone, tell them there are 13 working blimps in the world. I feel differently about every single blimp I've seen in the sky. It blimps go be, off. It should be noted that the I think there's 13 advertising blimps. We don't know if there are more, like, you know, recreational blimps, uh, just you know, run-of-the-mill Zeppelins. Yeah, I don't but, know, but... Go, but, like, advertise, there are 13 of them. Um, I will say... I love blimps, you know and I fun? think that they're underrated. You know what would be fun is if we started following the Goodyear blimp, like the Grateful Dead, and we were like, it's groupies. I think it could be cute for us. I don't. And I think that would be a good documentary. <laughs> I don't. And um, listen, when you win the Oscar for Best Documentary, I'll celebrate you. A good year for Goodyear. Listen, uh, so that we can get out of this. <laughs> documentary no, short. Documentary guess, short. Our guest is sort of making a face of interest <laughs> and approval that I don't like, but I do like our guest a lot. He is one of my most favorite people in the world. He's an incredible actor and comic and performer. Do you love that I said actor first? 
Oh my god, I do. Okay. <laughs> um, he's just an absolute genius. Currently writing for a little show um, that's uh, sort of an in on the indie circuit. You might not have heard of it, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, oh. He freaking rocks. I love him. I do anything for him, including crimes. Please. <laughs> Say freaking howdy, Mr. Dwayne Perkins. Perkins. God, hello, everyone. Oh, my God. There was so, that first few minutes of podcasts are truly terrible because I'm like, I have so much to say. I know. Yeah. That's what? why I avoid looking at you because I was like, I just going to want to talk to you. Wow, that blimp shit blew Isn't my mind. Isn't it crazy? Mind. I saw it on the way here and I literally thought like, wow, look at that blimp. Like, go, bitch. Like, you better be out there blimping. Every single blimp is go, bitch. And it was moving quickly. Yeah. I was like, how? Swift. They kind of zoom. Uh, yes. I was busy thinking about blimp, 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 blimp. Yeah, I so. was singing that in the car on the way over. <laughs> I think it's a hit. I think it's a good original song that I came up with myself. Oh, same. It might win in the future. Uh, also, good year for good year. Great title. I think you should do it. it Thank was... you. I just like Thank what's. You. I guess with the movie, it stops being about the blimp and ends up. It has to about... be about us. Yeah, yeah. obviously. Like That's what all good documentaries are about. It's like minding the gap, but dumb. Okay. Our friendship like deteriorates over the course of. Us I think it deteriorates around like Louisville, and but then by the time we get to Atlanta, we're back on track. Exactly. I think I should Louisville try to like is all is lost. <laughs> yeah, and then you yeah. come back. And then and you, you come back. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. I should get like sick. What kind of sick? Lupus. Like I get, I get lupus looking for the good year blimp. I don't know why that was so quick. <laughs> <laughs> He's a writer. He's a pitcher. He pitches. I mean, is the pitch good? Who knows? But there will be. But there a will be a pitch. Mm-hmm. You don't. You didn't hire me. To, you hired me to pitch. Yes, par- <laughs> participation is nine tenths of the job. Mm-hmm. Um, and something that's nine. Tense. I sort of lost it on that one. <laughs> We're talking icons. We're talking famous icons. Famous Blimps, icons. Lana Del Rey. Dwayne, do you have one to throw into this mix? Uh, I do. Um, uh, a very special one. Jordan Peele is like an icon that I really love. But I just want to have a quick sidebar because I just yes. remember last night I saw Dora the Explorer. The oh, movie. the live action. Yeah, How is it? Fantastic. Really? I had a great time. And Dora is an icon. But Jordan Peele is like my like for real icon. But Dora just needs like a moment. That, you is should it go a see good it. movie? I had the best time. Should it, I see it? Hi. It's. I would say it's one of the best donor films of the decade. Oh, gorgeous! Like, is it, the map in it? Uh, there's a point where there are drugs, and then they turn into cartoons, and it's wonderful. Wonderful. Oh, that is not what I thought that movie. Wait, cool. Not like road drugs, but they're yeah, like yeah, these yeah. big ass plants. Yeah. Like yeah. But <laughs> one person does get naked and run away. It's a. It's. Wait, okay, cool. It's great. Can't believe I'm going to see the Dora movie. Every part of it, I just kept being like, where's this movie going? Love that. And and every turn, I was like, hilarious, great. Have you seen my favorite stoner film of the decade, Ma? Uh, I would say one of the best movies of the century. (laughs) (laughs) Truly, one of the most entertaining theatrical experience of my life. We're fully holding Uh, hands. Oh, wow. Dwayne, I saw it and was so high and loud that I... Almost got kicked out of the theater. <laughs> Alec, what did you write on that piece of paper? <laughs> I I just wanted to share with Dwayne uh, my one issue with Dora the Explorer, which is that somebody 
is pooping in the woods at one point and then something bad happens and she has to run away and she doesn't get to wipe her butt the whole movie. Is it Dora? No, it's one of her friends, but I... It's the girl who's like... Oh, so she just has like a messy ass. Yeah, it's just like (laughs) mud butt the whole movie. Crazy. Yuck. Do they address it or is it... No, it's the one thing. Interesting. Subtext. Yes, but I would say the movie closes with a dance number and like that's (gasps) how every movie should close. There should be more dance numbers. Oh, I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Okay, what I do like a lot... (laughs) is your icon, yes, Mr. Jordan, Jordan Peele. Peele. Uh, what a fucking star. Uh, I just really want my career to just follow his. And in so many ways, it has. So mm. I feel like it's just me looking at future me. You're on a pretty good so, track. Yeah. So it's, yeah. So that's like really why he is my icon. He has had such a really cool and interesting like rise mm-hmm. to like being who he is today and like his voice. Like, I mean, he's such a visionary, but let's start with you. Yes. Where was the place for you where that that made you say or like what was the point for you that made you say like ah yeah Jordan Peele this is my guy? Uh, when I was working at Second City, mm-hmm. um, which is historically and famously known for being so white, I <laughs> looked up um, all the black people that came through the system. Ooh yeah. Uh, to be like, who has done this? Yeah. And are they still alive? <laughs> because this Dang. makes me want to kill myself. <laughs> um. And uh, he was one of them. And uh, at the time, like, I already saw him on Mad TV. Yeah. And uh, Key and Pill was out at that point. And I was like, oh, this guy has kind of done exactly what I want to do. Mm. So I started just, like, stalking him and being like, okay. Because that's how I figure out how to, like, be successful. I look at successful people and just and do what they did. Watch what they did. Yeah, and then be like, okay, that makes sense. That's stupid. I'm not doing that. Uh, and he had a path that kind of mirrored where I was and where I wanted to go. And then uh, I saw Keanu, and I was like, what a hilarious movie to base this all around a cat. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I want to make shit like this where I can just be like, hey, I have an idea. Yeah. I want to make a movie where I'm just like chasing a balloon. And somebody being like, go for it. <laughs> Someone just like gives you like $20 million. Yeah, like, do it. I trust you. I trust your vision. And then when Get Out came out, I was like, oh, he has range. Oh, yeah. oh. I saw the movie three times uh, when it came out. I saw it twice in one day because that morning I saw, okay, so two friends asked me, but they were two friends who didn't like each other. <laughs> <laughs> so I just like saw it with them separately. Did you, did you tell them about the other? 100%. Okay. I'm like, I'm going to see this later with this person. You don't fuck with. <laughs> wow. Uh, and it was a different experience because the first guy, um, he was dating this white girl and, and I just kept looking at him like, ooh. Ooh, <laughs> this your life you gonna get murdered um, <laughs> and then the second girl was a black woman and we saw it in like a college area mm-hmm. with uh, too many white people and it was just like a different experience but it was nice to see it in the morning where yeah. it was just like very quiet very eerie it was really scary and then the second time I saw it I was like oh okay this is a different vibe mm. they're laughing at the wrong things this is weird but it was like such a fantastic movie and it was one of the f- like the first movies I saw where I was like, yeah, kill these white people. That sounds crazy. Uh, we're like, <laughs> where the- that also I was just like looking at you like more. Yeah, no, <laughs> sure. more. Uh, Say more on that. <laughs> yeah, it was just like really well done. And um, he kind of merged horror and comedy, which are two genres yeah. I really have a lot of love for. I think same, I definitely. Like, wow, he's really doing it. There, there was a period where I hated him because I was like, stop doing what I want to do. Then how am I going to be the first? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I got over that because I was like, please be, please do this. Right. <laughs> Make this easier for me. Make this so much easier <laughs> yeah. for me. I don't want to work that hard. Uh, it's crazy thinking of like, I mean, especially for 
uh, people who are more like comedy based. Now it's it is more in fashion to be somebody who's like a multi hyphenate, both mm-hmm. in terms of I think like medium and and skill, but also in terms of like genre. Mm-hmm. Um, but for forever. It, I think it wasn't really seen as like a selling point so yes. much, unless you were like a comedic actor who then did drama, and then it's like awesome. Yeah. But then you stay in drama; you don't go back. You, you Jim Carrey. You, you Jim Carrey. Yeah. You Whoopi yeah. Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, Damn, yeah, sure. mm-hmm. <laughs> um, a lot of my favorite, I think, also people who like venture into the drama space are people with such an innate masterful understanding of comedy. Like, mm-hmm. I think in order to be very good at comedy, you also have to be um, so attuned to, like, horror, yes. <laughs> you know? And, like, <laughs> what is not funny about the situation? Like, what is horrible, heart-wrenching, scary about the situation? Mm-hmm. Like, if you know those things, then you're able to subvert them and find the funny ones. Like, naturally, your brain goes there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Wow, you understand me and everything. Well, yeah, but every time we talk, also, you and I just go... Wow, we understand each other. <laughs> Dwayne and I just like dr- like drunk and, and, and like at a diner, just being like, "This is a good conversation <laughs> because we're saying the same things <laughs> back and forth to each wow. other." Mm-hmm. And maybe that'll happen freaking today on our pod. Uh, maybe yeah, I feel like that's the vibe. Mm, I love that. Um, you speaking though about like. Uh, just looking up, like who are the black people who did, who were here and did they do okay? I feel like was so much of my like UCB experience, like mm-hmm. while I was like taking class and you interning, there, right? yeah, yeah, and that's how I was able to pay for class yeah. um, because um, my parents were sending me no check to do improv. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's like a four hundred dollar class. Yeah, so I, I I made my way through it slowly, and then by the time I was done, I was like, oh, I guess I'm doing stand up now, <laughs> um, but. Oh uh, but like <laughs> looking up, like you know, like Sashir and like Keisha Zolar and like mm-hmm. Nicole and like like all these women just being like, ah, okay, this is the thing that you did, and these are the yes. things that look good to me, and then also like, oh, these are the things that you did, and maybe these are things that I don't want for yes. myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just seeing like, oh, these are like the ups and downs, I and mean, being like, okay, you did this thing, so that, so that I, I would I... not have to do yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now I know they're like, oh, I can skip this step. Mm-hmm. And that has been really helpful. Um, yeah, I really want his career. Interesting. <laughs> what What about his career? Like, do you want to be the like writer director? Yeah, I just want to control like, the stuff that I yeah. make because mm. uh, that's been the thing that I've learned while progressing in this industry. Is that um, though I am happy that I've been granted opportunities to sit at the table. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't like what y'all serve in. Yeah. Um, let me go cook because like this is <laughs> yeah. Um, it doesn't taste good. Yeah, I'm like this is bland, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I want some seasoning. So like, I just want to be able to like be in the kitchen cooking right. the thing that people are consuming. Yeah, and also it's like, okay, I know that you think that this is soul food, but this is not. <laughs> yeah. This is actually quite the opposite. And this is not what I want. This is uh, yeah. I mean, like, I'm glad that you're able to pass off this like BuzzFeed jerk chicken recipe to your friends, <laughs> but it's like this is not. You know, I want what actually tastes like real to me and to the people that I care about and like whose tastes I also value. Yes. And that's something that uh, in watching him like do like interviews and stuff and him mm. being very transparent to be like, this is what I want to make. I don't care about what y'all think. I don't care if there's not enough white people in it. I don't want to accept white people. Yeah. Like, yeah. Girl, same. It's really like, cool. Yeah. 
it's nice to see a person be like, I have a point of view and this is the lane that I want to be in mm -hmm. and y'all just going to take it. Right. <laughs> I also think it's kind of cool that like since Get Out was so successful, like he really does just have a blank check. It's awesome. Like mm -hmm. for a long, and like us was so successful. Yeah. Like people are going to let him, people like, I feel like there are so few directors now where it's like, I'm going to this movie because it's a Jordan Peele movie. Mm -hmm. Like there are so, there maybe like Greta Gerwig might be a little bit like that. Yeah. Like I'll like go see whatever she wants me to see. Mm -hmm. But like I feel like there are so few people now where I'm like I gotta see. Ari I'm, Aster is like that. Yeah. For there's me. like but, there's mm -hmm. like a very small group of yes. them, and yeah. they're all like you know Blumhouse A24. Young and cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah. all, they're all like very niche. Like mm -hmm. no one is making those movies out of like big giant studios anymore. Mm -hmm. It's exciting to know that it, it, there's something that does feel validating about it and maybe you can also relate to this doing as like having come up in a in a system that is uh it's very regimented and uh fairly broad I would say but like feeling validated knowing like my references actually do matter and they are valuable. Like I feel like a lot of times when I was like doing UCB stuff, doing improv I would feel very isolated and very uh, like self-conscious because I like, okay, I haven't watched every single Woody Allen film, sorry, you know, but mm -hmm. like I know what comedy is Shout because, I mean, honestly, and like being made to feel like stupid because like I don't get your references and it's like, hey, surprise, like um, white men aren't just the barometer for everything that's fun. And not just to say white men, but like just like certain levels of like, this is classic comedy, you know? And it's yeah. like, I, I didn't grow up watching Mark's brother sketches. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, you haven't seen Duck Soup? It's like, I'm, I was born in 19. 1995. Right. This is a Wendy's. This is absolutely what you're talking about. No. You know, it's it's like, and that doesn't make me dumb. Yes, uh, there there I used to feel that, and then there came a point, uh, and this is the actually the way I feel about white supremacy as well. Mm -hmm. There reached a point where I was like, oh, I'm now going to talk to you the way you talk to me, but subvert it and right. be like how dare you allow me to be equal to you not knowing these things like mm. you thought I you needed to know that and look at me doing the same job you're doing right not knowing these things because it's not actually a thing that anyone yes. cares about yes so eat my asshole take this Moesha joke <laughs> right it, it is crazy though just being like I was I grew up you know very religious in the church and it's like I still was able to understand like learn everything that I needed to learn and understand everything I would eventually need to understand because like I, I don't know, I, was, I still, like, know how timing works and how language works and, like, also, like, how to reach people who are not watching duck soup. Like, people who are living their actual lives, you know what I mean? Like, like normal humans. Normal human beings. Like, it, it is... Oh, it's this And, like, like the... I don't know, like, the idea that, like, there aren't... Uh, funny people in literally every single community on earth. The funniest <laughs> like, people I know are like truly the people who stayed back in Boston and are like my friends who are like nurses and like business accountants and I'm also like please keep doing that because if you learn how to do this job I will be out of a job because you're the funniest yeah, exactly. <laughs> like person I know and you can roast me like when I'm back home I think I'm so like I'm so quiet like all my friends are just like talking and roasting me and I'm like mm, I've got nothing to say. <laughs> 
my friend Schlee is the funniest person I know, and she just wants to do numbers and it marketing. Makes me so mad. Like, there's so many friends that I have. And like, and I think that's the biggest thing I've been trying to like impart on people is that like within this industry, um, white men have trick people into thinking that it's hard and they're like they can't <laughs> do it. And I'm just like, every time I go home, I'm like, y'all don't have no idea. Like, if y'all just had the resources to yeah. be inside these rooms, y'all can smash. People Everything. have these jobs who don't know shit. Yep. They're not funny. Like, but they got the job because they were there. Yeah. I'm just like if you if you were just there, like you would be able to do this so so easily. easily. It's crazy, but it, I think there's such a strength. We've talked about this before. I I think separately <laughs> we've I've talked. talked about, about we've all this. somehow <laughs> talked about this. But this thing of being like, okay, cool. Like you were you were not you were not including me in the equation. That's fine. But now that means that I had to know all my shit and I had to learn yours. Yeah. So like you don't understand. Like now I'm I'm. Twice as fucking. No, I'm like for the Terminator, <laughs> and I've got everything yes. inside of me. Yes, and, and I'm it's and your I have fault. And, like, and it's you made me like this. Like, why and are you I, not? Right, and I have no choice but to fucking destroy now because that's what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided that's what I want. I want to work hard at this thing, and yeah. I'm gonna. Yeah. yeah, it's very simple. <laughs> gorgeous, and now with that, sort of like a gorgeous little segue question: yeah. Were you a Mad TV kid? I was, yeah. and it's crazy because like a lot of people grew up on uh, Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. and and where I grew up in yes. the hood of Chicago, that was a white people show. Yeah, so we just didn't watch didn't it. watch it. And Mad TV was fantastic. I still watch clips of it on YouTube because uh, it's it's so Mad great. TV is so their fun. parodies were superb. Like their song, pitch perfect, great. I am. Um, I think one some of the first, for, at least for me, like also like viral videos from a show that I like actually cared about were from Mad TV. Oh and, my god, what um, is that one? Are you thinking about the one with uh, Key and Peele where they're the two gay gangsters? Where they're no, the two gay bangers, mm. and that was I remember being in computer class wh- oh when my we God. literally computer had class. computer class, and my friend went on YouTube, and I think this was also before, like threw it on the ground maybe or or maybe i just cared about it more than threw yeah. it on the ground but it it was um that sketch and i remember we were all hiding around the computer because they like almost kissed and we were like oh <laughs> <laughs> we were like oh <laughs> mrs mcmahon can't see this oh you know but i i remember just loving their sketches because it, it felt accessible to me yes. and and genuinely funny in a way that i was like yeah this this matters <laughs> there was like a combo of like and I don't like this term, like urbanness, yeah. But yeah. also like pure like silliness, mm-hmm. and me being like, this is what I, this feels right. Yeah. Uh, what What's so crazy to me about Mad TV is that like whenever people are like, SNL doesn't have a diverse cast, and then it's like, Mad TV had a diverse cast yep. like the whole, the whole like, time. It's so they're like, oh, we just don't have the talent. There's the talent's not there. It's like it literally is. It was on Mad yeah. TV. Jordan like, Peele um, auditioned for us on L. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they were um, looking for an Obama, mm-hmm. and they were like, you know who would be great at this? Fred, Fred Armisen. <laughs> God, heard, that's so psycho. Fred uh, Armisen. And what's also great is I also auditioned for SNL and did not get it. And this is why I felt close to Jordan Peele because I'm just like, same girl. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't see the star and now we have to show them. And he already did. Now is my time to be like, oh, I don't need this. Yeah. This is fine. This is all right. I can't do my thing without (laughs) it. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. I I do love like, I don't know, just so many parts of his career where I just feel like people were like, it's like, okay, you weren't looking at me. You weren't thinking about me. Don't worry. I got it. Like, boom. 
I'm going to kill it on Mad TV. Oh, okay. You thought that was too urban? You thought uh, that was too limited? Don't worry about it. Cool. Boom. Key and peel. Which is crazy because I'm, oh, no shade to Comedy Central, but their demographic is truly the worst. Yes. And for that show to exist yeah. on that channel for that long, revolutionary. And do so well and hit everyone. I remember. There are so many Key and Peele sketches that I think about like all the time. Um, should we all just go around saying your favorite oh Key God. and Peele sketch? I can tell you mine, which is, uh, it's so weird. It's like Jordan Peele is at like, a hotel and he's like <gasps> really excited about the continental, the continental breakfast. breakfast. Yes. <laughs> and it truly makes me like cry laughing. The There's... end of that sketch, the blow of that sketch, do you remember I it? Don't. Continental breakfast, he is just excited. He's literally excited he's for just a continental excited. breakfast. He's like excited about like the little yogurt. Yes. <laughs> and the, like the like fruit. Like the donut holes and like the stale muffins. And he like describes everything almost in a way. Um, do you remember when that episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air when Uncle Phil went on a diet? Yes. And he goes, billowy mounds of fluffy yeah. mashed potatoes. <laughs> that it's voice like that. for the entire <laughs> for the sketch. Head. For the entire wow. sketch. And sort of if that, if, this, if that sentence doesn't speak to like my personal comedy training, <laughs> I don't know what does. Um, wow, that I remember that verbatim. But um, he, it's that voice, and then the end of the sketch, you, he gets a look at this photo, <laughs> and they zoom out, like The Shining, like the shining ending. <laughs> and he's like, he's been, he's been there, there the, the whole, whole time. time. It's so insane. I'm gonna so just like rewrite the entire series. It's, it's, I literally could. Um I think my favorite is um the Make a Wish Cancer Kid, um, where Jordan Peele plays this kid who um, is sick with cancer and uh, uh, gets uh, Make a Wish donation, and and, and uh, Keegan Michael Key plays this like Indian doctor because they were addicted to playing every <laughs> single race, <laughs> which I just think is so. Because at first they were like, "Well, we're biracial, so we can play white people and mm-hmm. black people. Who gives a fuck?" And it's like, "Yeah," and then they're like, "And also we're going to be playing Latino people <laughs> and Indian people," like, and it's uh, like, uh, "Okay, uh, honestly, sure. sure, why not? Whatever." Uh, <laughs> You know, we're not going to dig that like, hard right, into it. Yeah. Reparations question mark? <laughs> <laughs> the politics of this make me feel weird. And because of that, I will not say anything. Uh, I will just support you. Um, but he plays this like Indian doctor. And I think it's Lauren Lapkus who's like the Make a Wish representative. And the just is like Jordan Peele, he's like this. Uh, like he's like a demon. He's like a demon kid from a horror movie. And he is like asking, you know, he's like, I want to drink your blood. I want to see the innocents die. You know? And, and Geek Michael Key plays the doctor. And he's like, this is bad. This kid is bad. We have to let this kid die. And Lauren Lapkus is like, you are being a bigot. You are being bad. This kid is sick. Um, and at the end, he was like, I got my wish. And to, to while Keegan, like, Keegan's like, what? And he's like, I wanted to see you suffer. <laughs> and he, and he, he's like, I wanted to see the hope leave your eyes. And then he dies. Uh, <laughs> and wow. it is the darkest, most insane sketch in the world. But Subversive. it's like, it's perfect. I know. Dwayne, do you have a fave? Yes. Um, I hope I'm remembering this right. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Peele's play is like this, his mother, like a mom. Yeah. Who's um, like video, he, he's like videotaping himself, like giving a message to um, his son. Yeah. Being like in his like room and she founds like his like masturbating sock or something. <laughs> and then it just like uh, heightens to where she's just like, she starts like dragging him basically. Like, and she's just like, then she starts rapping and she's like <laughs> rapping about like how he's like not shit. And it's just, it's just, it's just so random and it's very funny just yeah. being like, this like mom like, oh, 
I'm cleaning up your room. I found your sock. And then she's just like, yo. And then she literally starts. It's just very funny. That does um, feel very you. Yes. Multi- I love when people showcase like multiple talents. Yeah. And if you could like rap, sing, or dance, I'm like, you're more impressive. Right. Mm-hmm. At, at, um, at um, JFL, I was watching the character sets. Yeah. And uh, I don't understand how we have let the world convince people that stand up should get more credit than characters. Because it was the most impressive shit yep. I've watched in so long. And yeah. I was like, this is crazy. I just did my set high and just like rambling. Right. And I was like, it was so fun. Like it, the stakes were so low. And then to watch them like have props, they were doing That's choreography. Crazy. And I was like, wow, this is impressive. There, Jericho is yeah. impressive. I just like impressiveness. Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, there's a show at UCB uh, Franklin in LA called Atlantic City. And uh, it's like a monthly show, mm. variety show, and people come on and they do characters and bits. And sometimes I've done it, and I always get so nervous because like characters are not my forte. I love a bit, <laughs> I love to prep one, but I, I get like, s- cannot imagine you doing a character. I I do. Yeah, you've seen me do characters. When have I seen you do a character? At my um, Ars Nova show, I did like oh, the, the warm up character. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait, what was it? What was one you said? I, th- I was just talking about a bit you do. Oh yeah, hmm, yeah. I've done characters and stuff before, but um, I, I, I don't like doing them very frequently yeah. <laughs> because I just get very nervous, and it's like then the writer in me meets the performer, and I just am like. I also see you and people do such a good job. And so every time I show up to the show, I'm always like, hey guys, like I'm, I'm so sorry. Like if anything goes, you know, like, like I'm just like, hey, you guys, like I look at them like God and they're like, what's wrong with you? You know, like they're like, okay, like we, like we want you on the show. And I'm like, yes. hey, if any, if anything doesn't hit, you know, uh, I just want to say I respect you so much. This, this feels like a character. Characters <laughs> is a different vibe. It's a very different vibe, I, yeah. I first, Audition for just for laughs with characters. Oh yeah! And then uh, once I realized that like stand up was so much easier, I was like, I'm not doing this. Doing and then when I watched it, <laughs> I was like, Oh, that's why I didn't get it because like they are really very going good. to like, it, and it wasn't like just like, Oh, this is a funny bit. I was like, These like they were like acting like yeah, they were so much in the characters yes. that I was like, I wish I had a job to give you. Yeah, Cl- Chloe Fineman is uh, she's like a Groundlings member mm-hmm. and. Uh, does uh, characters and I remember the first time like seeing one of her sets and just seeing her like do all these changes and have like multiple jokes within these like different lived things. R- Rachel Pegram is another comic and oh, yeah, and yeah. she was did it and I'm very did. proud of her. Um, and she just like seeing her just like have to change and come up with all these like two minute whenever like, there's like wigs involved god. also I'm like oh my god I mean wigs I, and I, posture say, and uh, voice and one guy's mustache fell off and I was like wow the bit's ruined like I was like the six are so high yeah. characters ah. and then I'm on stage like blah 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 stand up blah. fully <laughs> fully um, and it's humiliating but it's what we do uh, wow it's a scam and I love that I, mean, I am taking advantage of it obviously yes it's the best good uh, wow the one time I have privilege is great <laughs> <laughs> um, do you guys want to talk Get Out? I feel like we could really dive in yeah. on that. Do you guys remember like what you felt like like seeing it for the first time? Yeah, I saw it alone in oh, Union inter- Square. The 19th Street or the Regal? The Regal. Okay. Oh, what a choice. And uh, because I think I, I was like working very weird hours and it was like the only time mm. that I could see it. 
And so I, it was a matinee, a matinee also. And mm. so, but it, it was a very white audience. And I remember having that experience you mentioned earlier of like, oh, people are laughing at the wrong parts. Like this part isn't funny. Yeah. And this part is. And there would be times where I would be the only person laughing. Yeah, just by yourself. Yeah. And you're like, ha <laughs> it's like, yeah, and it's like, oh, all y'all left. Um, and, but it was like such a revelatory just experience to feel so blown away by like the universe that he had built and the way everything was so thought out. And also just like, I hadn't felt myself like yell at the screen in that long and also have other people yelling yeah. at the screen and clapping at the end of the movie, uh, you know? Like, yeah. oh my God, this was like a full cinematic experience. At the end of the movie when... Uh, Laurel Howard pulls up yeah. and you think it's the cops and it's not. I've never heard an, a, a room full of people like Applaud, scream. scream it's like yes. such a perfectly constructed moment yes. where yes. you're like, you feel like 10 things within the span of like five seconds. Yes, yeah. like, built oh, you're a so master. well. Yes, because that is such a weird moment because you're like, I'm so happy. Yo, America's fucked, fucked up, up that we feel yeah. like about cops. Like this is crazy. Well, and we were like, we are equating, if that is a cop, he's going to die. Yeah. And we're like, that, wow. He just, he knew, all, like, the math of it. So perfect, so tight. I, I also, um, he, I don't know if you know that he made an ending where yeah. it was a cop. Yeah. And um, he, like, goes to prison. Yeah, and, and it tests it terribly. <laughs> and that makes sense. <laughs> I think I would like the movie... Um, Less. It's just so it satisfying to watch that ending. Mm -hmm. Like watching it a second, a third, a fourth wow. time as I have. I saw the my ending. eyes welling up. <laughs> Thinking about like, yeah. I mean, there's also something about it that is so heartbreaking. And I think almost even scarier is that like what you're left with is like, yes, you have that feeling of satisfaction, but like that knowledge that like, oh, this is a fantasy. And at the end of this horror film, yeah. like we're left with, like the fact that at the end of this like terrifying nightmarish experience, you're left feeling satisfaction and joy and hope because like the real world is the scariest place. Yeah. What the fuck, man? <laughs> like what the fuck? He uh, rocks. What I will say is that if they He's did, they did the the prison ending. That would have been like a white guilt best picture, for yep, sure. For sure. For sure. What won that year? Uh. I don't know. That's the like the ladybird. Yeah. Uh, oh it's wait, something, something stupid. stupid, something annoying. Is, um, it, um, is it three? Is bill three billboards. Oh, oh. No, no, it's the. Wait, no. Alex. Alex googling. It's either no three billboards didn't win best picture, right? Wait, Wasn't it that fish it? movie? <laughs> Where, like, they fuck a fish. No, <laughs> the Shape of Water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is it Shape of Water? No, wait. Fuck. What year is that? Oh, because that, that's also uh, fucking. Peach, call me by your call name. Call me by your name. <laughs> Peach movie. <laughs> Alec, what is it? Uh, it didn't get Best Picture. It got Best Screenplay, and it mm, was mm. The Shape of Water. That, uh, that one okay. Best Picture. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. It was like a fish it. movie. Nice. Yeah. I was like, that's not, no. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, like, God, it's just so. I mean, and I also know it won Best Screenplay. Yeah, Huge moment. Huge that, moment for that any was, black kid yeah, that, that was really DDW. Like, I feel like I was like, like, my eyes were welling up. I was like, this is Amazing. This is important. This is so incredible to watch. Yeah. Like this movie, like I don't know that this movie a couple like ten years ago would have even one existed, mm -hmm. two mm -hmm. been like praised in the way like no he ways. wouldn't have won an Oscar. Like, and I wouldn't want to give him all of the credit, but like that movie helped like revitalize like a genre for like black people. Like people yeah. were were like, Oh, this is proof 
And it was then used as like a litmus test to be like, look at what this movie yeah. did. Well, we can make more movies. I like will this. also say, outside of uh, just blackness, it did, I think, revitalize horror in a way. It for sure. Like or where like people <coughs> were thrillers, like, thrillers, like yes. psychological thrillers. Where it's like, oh, wait a minute, this can be elevated and interesting and cool. Like, I don't think Hereditary would have had as much like a claim like yeah. critically if it wasn't for people being like oh wait yeah we can look at horror as like an interesting I don't know because even though interesting things have been happening in horror for yeah. a really long time like I yeah. think about the Purge movies like those are oh, literally the Purge movies are good, good. those are literally good um, what's <laughs> the movie um where the the STD is it scary. Follows. It follows. Like mm -hmm. there's been like it's again it's like all like Bloomhouse stuff. It's mm -hmm. like there's nice. so much power there, but yeah. like they got the it, new craft coming out. Yes, I'm excited. I'm so also excited. Candyman, which Jordan Peele. Yeah, in, I which know. was one movie that really shaped my childhood in terms of like horror. We have talked um, about this. Yes, because my growing up in Chicago. Yes, I had so much family that lived in Cabrini Green, and right now is like gentrified and tore down, and mm. very close to Second City. Um, and I would go over my like relative's house and like pee on myself because I was like I can't use the bathroom because oh he's gonna like there's a mirror he's gonna be in there like, it was just like so terrifying the very first time I ever watched that movie my father's a very tall bald black man <laughs> uh, the lights went out and I saw his like silhouette and I was like oh my god Candyman's in my house how old are you I was maybe like like younger than ten like yeah. it was like a, like like early to be yeah. watching it that. feels like yeah. an eight or nine and it was just <laughs> feeling like, and I was like oh this is of being like I'm terrifying. ready to have this experience and, <laughs> and then you were like, like absolutely are not okay darkness is canceled <laughs> I had nightmares about him for years it was just like such a visceral God, like fear it was so scary <laughs> and now I'm like oh well that's an actor he was in like blah 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 I'm like, handsome man yeah. also <laughs> uh, but that movie was so terrifying I'm just I, excited um, to see what he's gonna do with it when I was from when I was nine to so that's like what somewhere between third and and, and fifth grade, every year I would have friends over to watch a movie for my birthday. And between third and fifth grade, it was Candyman. I had people come oh, over and watch every it. Every year? At, for third, fourth, and fifth. And people were like, please don't make us Three watch Candyman. Three years in a row. You made <laughs> and my friends would come Candyman. over. And then after it was a different horror film. Um, so like <laughs> Silence of the Lambs was one of them. Uh, what was another? But I was like, so that was, I was like, this is my birthday treat. I want to watch spooky movies <laughs> with my friends. <laughs> and uh, they resented me for it as they should I think it's I think it's cool, imagine. Imagining like the kids who are watching these Jordan Peele movies, mm. like too young now. Yeah. Yeah. Like imagine being like an eight-year-old being like, I can watch us <laughs> and being like, Yeah, mom oh, is like, mm, no, I can't. Okay. <laughs> God, oh my god, kids have nightmares about right? like they see someone who looks like them or yeah. like the same outfit and they're like, <gasps> my tether. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did not think about that. Isn't yeah, that, that is very Hey Forever Dog listeners, it's Marie and Sydney from The Unofficial Expert. On our podcast, we talk to our favorite comedians and friends about their fields of expertise. And our friends know some shit, like Jay Jordan, the hot boy summer expert, Jabuki Young White, the Caucasian Bob expert, and Alana Glazer, the friendship expert, plus many more incredible episodes. So subscribe to The Unofficial Expert only on Forever Dog. New episodes every Friday. I wonder if he's gonna incorporate like 
uh, gentrification into Candyman more. I think that'd be really uh, cool. I read somewhere that he is. That's really cool. Yeah, because he's, um, what did I read? I read that they're going to film it in the same place. Yeah. It's going to be like the oh. same, being like, oh, Candyman's still there. No, I, just because that's you like, so fucking literally smart. just got a chill. That's I so that literally just smart. scared me. That scared me to think <laughs> about that. I am, this is the thing is that I, I feel like his brain is always, like, is, it's always on the cultural pulse, mm-hmm. like the social pulse, like in such Even a cool maybe way. maybe like a step ahead of it. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, he like can read the tea leaves and is like, oh, this is kind of where we're headed. Right. Like, and it's like, I want to see more, like, I'm like, I can't wait to see what he's going to say about gentrification, about like class warfare, you know, like, uh, like I, I want to see it. Mm-hmm. I want to see it. And me he will too. show it to me. Here's the thing. I, I um, I'm writing a movie right now, mm-hmm. um, and I'm in my second draft, and like I got, um, it's like a horror comedy, and it's truly one of the hardest things I've ever done mm-hmm. in my entire life. And so just like watching, and I, I like take breaks and just like watch his stuff to be like, how did you do this? Yeah. Like, how do your brain like just like a pilot is like so great because you're like, oh, I'm just starting a story, just introducing some characters, I ain't gotta figure <laughs> shit out. Like there a are, movie, yeah. you have to like close these everything, and I'm just yeah. like, yo. I just really wish that I could like just like talk to him all the time oh. and just be like, help me, <laughs> yeah. be my mentor. Oh my god, love me. Honestly, I think you could manifest it. We have the we're a part. Of, uh, we have the same management company, so I've been slowly being like, hey, get Hi. us in the same room. <laughs> 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 One thing I also love about him is that um, every time he comes out with a movie, yeah, there's a large group of black people on Twitter like he's married to a white woman, and I'm just like, I love that your personal life is personal because that's also something I'm like a big yeah. Uh, fan of it yeah like, yeah i want my name to represent my art and that's and it. that's yeah. it I'm like that's it like get on my business i think yeah it's it's very it's very cool to to see like i don't know that part of him just like keeping some things yeah. for himself mm-hmm. you gotta I, we've talked my dream is to not have the social media anymore Same. and like right now i'm like <clears throat> i get it i need it yes but babe Ooh, right. I can't when wait. That check it's just hits. Like Babe, when the right check hits, <laughs> I'm gone. When you get that sweet syndication money, Babe, I'm, like, out. I'm fucking out. I'm out. I have nothing to update you folks on anymore. All the reels can stay on the Finsta, or I'll text you, or I'll email you photos. Mm-hmm. I'm switching over to email. I just can't wait to like my like Instagram. Somebody's hired to just be like, "Hey, his next movie's coming out," and being like, "Yeah, say that I said that." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be in on an island. Bye. Bye. See ya. <laughs> Oh my god! Like <clears throat> only doing like posts just for things that I'm contractually obligated yes. to post about. Uh, what a dream! There's a smile creeping on my face that I'm <laughs> it's so, so afraid of. Scary. I literally what I want. Like your eyes are like hazy right <laughs> now. <laughs> you look like you're literally high on the idea of only being like Fast and Furious sixty nine coming out oh. soon. <laughs> oh my god! I literally want out. I want out. Yes. Jordan, free me. Give I th- yeah. me the bell. I love that um, he's free, f- like the whole thing of just being like kind of free from having like a personal brand. Mm. It's like truly just the art. It's like we think about Jordan Peele and we only think about like I know. Yeah. the work. It oh. is funny too where people are like, yo, he's married to, uh, to Chelsea from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And then it's like, what's the follow-up? Exactly. You yeah, have none. Like, there's nothing to say. <laughs> yeah, that's it. There's nothing to say anymore. They're two people who are very good at their jobs and are nice, good people. Right, just living their lives. Yeah. Living their lives. That's it. And I'm like, wow, how simple. Like that sounds so wonderful to just like, create what you want and feel like good about your art and then just like going the fuck home and then be like, my man, I did that. <laughs> um, I, it, it, I think, well, we, there's like, 
as you like get more uh what's what's the word exposure i guess i feel like people like want to find out more things i don't know how much of this you've experienced like with i don't know like things like getting verified on twitter or like having sets go up on the internet and stuff i've been experiencing my first wave of it and Mm -hmm. it's been horrible oh my god i uh do you know will miles yeah Yeah. uh he was like should i get verified and i added him on Twitter like yo things get weird when you get verified yeah. and a lot of people like liked it and commented because it really does mm. change people's perceptions of like the things that you say mm-hmm. Twitter has become significantly less fun for me yeah. because you will like tweet something that you just think is like an innocuous thought and then suddenly the next day is in like some like article that you didn't ask to be like they can just use your tweets like and the check is like yeah. look at this person and, and then they're like Brooklyn Nine-Nine writer blah 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 said this and me being like yo don't use my yeah. tweets to like yeah. justify whatever you're saying and then uh, I had like a a tweet go viral that Ben Shapiro like retweeted. So I remember just, like, this. A yeah, lot of, like right wing people. It, it, it was just like such a gross. Being feeling. like you don't also understand like I'm the type of person who every day you like are saying that you hate and are yeah, attacking. I'm like uh, like I don't, it feels icky. Ooh, I don't like this at all. And it was just like so much fun, man. I could just like say what I wanna. Yeah, I feel like after like. God, this is not to like sound like oh, after my set went up or whatever, but like a lot of people were like messaging me in a way where I'm like, you understand the things that I'm working on are jokes, right? Like they like they come from a like a place of what something real or whatever, but they're like they're like jokes like these aren't like political like statements as to say if I wanted to be making like huge broad political statement like I would be in politics or like I would be like a <laughs> You'd journalist be like an organizer I'll be in, I would be doing something <laughs> like, else like if I felt like I had something to say in that regard like I, I'm just trying to get these jokes off I'm trying to get my 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 jokes off I'm trying to get this I'm freaking get comedic high on nut. This you feel me? like that's all Jesus. I want and like it was recent to have people messaging me being like oh you're saying like x y and z and it's like Bad for the culture, and I'm like, what? Co- like, okay, wait. To be like, fair, though, Io did send me a comment, and she was like, "This comment is mean." And then I looked at the kid's profile, and it was truly a senior, a senior in high school who had <laughs> like a, a white bro. And I was like, Io, you cannot. <laughs> I just admit, I'm addicted to having my feelings yeah, hurt. You cannot uh. listen to what a 17 year old white. There boy was has to a think really a really funny comment of somebody who added me, like personally went out their way to at me and be like. Um, Hey, good luck keeping up with the jokes. If you want to watch a real comic, like I can show you what a real comic is like. And um, it's like some man who lives in Philly who's like an open micer. And he was like, if Comedy Central give me a chance, it's yeah, I'm funnier than you. And I'm like, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what did I, like, yeah. what did I do to you? He also then left me a, or sent me a DM. I think that was like. Um, you're obsessed with whiteness, and you, as a black woman, need to free yourself from whiteness. Is he I can already, a white? A black man. Okay. He was like, I can see it already, the life that you want. And then went on to describe a long paragraph, like an essay describing my like life with my white husband, who I, who I don't have. <laughs> Being like, I can see you now. You're sitting on your lawn with your shoes off, your feet up, your husband's massaging your Wait, feet. That sounds your light-skinned like, oh. kids are playing, passing like, along as you are <laughs> and I'm like, honestly, gorgeous. Okay, that sounds amazing. <laughs> I was yeah. to be sipping a lemonade on a house that I it's own. Like a you know? beautiful man <laughs> is rubbing your feet, and your kids are like you know playing me? in the sprinkler. Like that sounds blissful. I was like, okay, cool. Like, sorry that I'm ashamed of the race, but thanks for like dreaming for me. Like, <laughs> like this is right, cute girl. life. Like it just like people are psycho. So yeah. anything to not have that would be nice. 
I guess yeah. you just have to be like, you know, um, so a genius who doesn't have to self-promote. Oh. Uh, yes. kind and of. That's what I'm realizing. If you put more energy into like doing work, like huh. if you yeah. just like don't be, like I'm finding ways to be like, okay, like I'll write a tweet and then immediately be like, I should write this into like a joke. And then I would just like not put it on Twitter and I'd it's, be like, oh, I can do this on stage. Yeah, Jabuki talked about that uh, just like, being like, oh, there's things that I have thought are so funny and so cool, and I've tweeted them, and then all of a sudden, like, people are like, you know, just saying it now. It's like not yours. And it's anymore. not yours, yeah. like, because it's a tweet, or you do turn it into a joke, and then people are like, I've seen this before, you're copying. You're like, or, and I, it's like, I said it. I said it. I'm <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm copying yeah. myself, yeah. I guess, if we're These gonna look at thoughts. it that way. Yeah, because there is that phase where like you start to like your tweets become more popular, and then you just see them stolen. That first, like, yeah, it, like, it's such a weird feeling. You'd be yeah. like, I, th- this is my thought, like, this is like my brain, and you are just claiming that is yours. Yeah, that's like, it's it hurts. It's, it's like a weird feeling mm-hmm. of being like, ah, I don't know how to like handle this. Yeah, emotionally, it's strange. Yeah, and then you just gotta like give up. Or, yep. Or like, yeah, like there's nothing you, you can do about it. It's just like, well, yep, it's over. It's <laughs> that's over. That. Yeah. Um, and you know what else that is? It's bang, bang, freaking bang. bang, bang, clang, clang on the ding, dang bell. It's time, or on the gavel. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops, strong segment. <laughs> bang, bang goes the gavel. Hard on the. Wooden platform that so which close. it rests. You can do it. It's time for a little segment we call People's Court. We call it People's Court because Olivia goes into the People Mag archives and digs up a little article about said guest today. It's Mr. Jordan Peele. Um, Olivia's a girl boss, uh, girls can code, Carly Kloss hacker, <laughs> and she hacked into a New Jersey middle school's uh, database. EBSCO host, JSTOR adjacent. You know the deal. You know the deal if you know the freaking deal. And she pulls up these little articles for us. Olivia, what's the article you prepared for us today? Okay, so this is not about Jordan Peele uh, exclusively. This is kind of something, and it's also not like, gossipy, but I do think it would like maybe spur an interesting conversation. This is about the time that Dave Chappelle said that Key and Peele hurt my feelings by not giving me credit for their show. Whew. So Dave Chappelle says he's a fan of the show Key and Peele, but a lack of credit uh, he received for its success has hurt his feelings. He told Gail King that he was like promoting his Netflix specials and he said, when I did Chappelle's show, there were certain conventions of the show that the network resisted. I fought the network very hard so that those conventions could come to fruition. He says, so when I watch Key and Peele and I see they're doing a format that I created and at the end of the show it says created by Key and Peele, that hurts my feelings. That's like a crazy thing. Like I understand what he's saying, but does he want like credit? credit? Like an actual like. For like, what do like he wants like, like a producer tag. Yeah. Like he wants like. We it, okay. He also so, says later on that he uh, had to watch Key and Peele do my show every night. Okay, so here's what I'll say. <laughs> yeah. And it's tough to say. It's comics, I think. Dave Chappelle is an unwell man. <laughs> he is full of a lot of rage and sadness and dark things he is working through. I think that this is a case of that. And that's what I have to say about that. Because, <laughs> uh, like, on, like, I wish that was, like, a text message 
to them to be like, hey, <laughs> right. these are my feelings. Because then they would be like, oh, we like appreciate what you did. Like, like I, yeah. I get his sentiment, but to do this publicly, publicly I think is weird. very weird. I think that's like part of your, like it's part of it. As like yeah. a revolutionary creative, your job is to open up avenues yeah. for yeah. the future generation. So if you are making something easier for somebody and you're like, thank me, like right. that's, like you should be proud that like that's you should be part excited your, like, that you like you it's like so made fascinating the, yeah you tilled the soil so that mm. this could like could grow yeah I I think there are a lot of people who say that they want to be mentors and they want to open up doors for people and then it starts happening and they see people sort of like that's what happens you do something incredible and then somebody else sees that and is able to do something even more incredible and somebody sees that and they just it's like swimming world records and and yeah how can it get faster right (laughs) And, and it's like that's not you know that that's not the case sometimes like sometimes you just have to support and i think some people actually they realize they don't want to do that they do just want to be the best and the ultimate and the end game and it's like that's not how it works though that's not how progress works right yeah like and i think sometimes that's like baffling to the ego it is Mm. wow Mm. yeah that's what we have to say about that. And that's our freaking... That's, that's bang, bang on the gavel. And that's the freaking gavel. <laughs> oh, Olivia, you were right. It did spark an interesting conversation. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know how to do my job. <laughs> and we love you for that. Um, what we also love is taking little moments of Mr. Peel's life and playing a little game we like to call... Fuck, Mary kill. Okay, I have something I would like to talk about that might be a fuck Mary kill. Uh, Jordan Peele, mixed excellence. Fa- uh, white mom. <laughs> if, As someone with a white mom. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> uh, Olivia it's is representation. With a white mom and a black dad. Yes. Uh, so I would just like to kind of throw that into the ring. Uh, and you think just like him being mixed? Just like, yeah, just like having a white mom. <laughs> like where do we where do we kind of sit with that? Uh, and you can say no you can say no toss it to you don't toss it to the guest don't put him in a weird spot what am I supposed to say you say yes or no (laughs) about just talking about no including it in fuck Mary kill oh I thought you just okay sorry no 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 okay sorry no 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 no. No, 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 no. it's like it's like get out key and peel white mom (laughs) actually I love that but I think I always just like I understand. Like, what's your opinion? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Okay, no, I got it. Yeah, I understand yeah. where I understand where we were like mishearing like, each other. <laughs> I was like, people can have white moms. I guess that's cool. Wouldn't it be cool if I was like having a white mom is disgusting? <laughs> I hated my experience. <laughs> I think it's disgusting when white women it. give birth to mixed seed. Uh, only I, with a white husband and a green lawn, yeah. should be allowed to have mixed children. White um, dads only. I think people do think that is how I feel. <laughs> and it's not. Uh, God. Also, people, two horny men on the internet. I literally think he was jacking off as he was writing that. Ew, uh, I mean, that's the only way to write a message. That's the only way you can write a message, with your left hand while you jack off. <laughs> on, on the iPad, yeah. so it's like bigger. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a Surface Pro, so he's got the fold-out key pad so he's like on the plastic keys jacking it um okay so okay so key and no key and peel so let's say like the comedic circle the dramatic circle and having a white that was just an idea that i had (laughs) okay you're addicted to having a white mom and being mixed i just sort of want to know 
I just thought we hadn't brought it up yet. I think it's interesting that he and Key are both mixed. Yes, it's true. I, yeah, bonded over their like white mom experience. Yeah, and then that I'll would keep... be my way into the door <laughs> with Peel that we yeah. talk about <laughs> for sure. Like, isn't uh, it crazy? Mm. It's very interesting because of the duo. I've always related to Jordan more, mm. uh, just because uh, Keegan just seemed uh, more. Happy to be around white people. I'm crying. Oh, that part! Wow, um, I thought she's gonna end up happy. Ooh. I I think it's just because of that one improv movie. Really, just like oh, really, yeah. I was like, girl. You know that I saw that with my uh, high school improv group. We reunited. We had all been in college, oh. and we reunited oh, when we were all heck. home back for summer in Boston to oh. watch that movie at a local theater. Jesus. Shout oh. out Coolidge Corner. How how was that for you? I realized. That. I think the next fall I started doing stand-up. <laughs> I, I was like, huh. Something that's crazy is that I when that, that movie came out, all the reviews were like, this movie is amazing. And I was like, you cannot pay me to watch a movie about improv. Let me it was you. so I painful. watched it in, in a theater full of crying white people. They were sobbing. Sobbing. Jesus. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. That's what happened. This is a movie about mediocrity and they were all mad because the one black friend got a job. Like, get the fuck crazy. out of here. This crazy. is a terrible movie. We literally walked out of the theater and all of them were like, that was so fucking moving. And I was just like, <laughs> I gotta get out of and here. I was like, oh, <laughs> they were bad friends. Oh my God, I gotta get out of here. Um, that sex scene still haunts me to Who this day. Who has sex? Um, uh, Keegan Michael Key and the white girl from Love oh. who has a name. Oh, Gillian. Gillian. Mm-hmm. Gillian Jacobs. Sarah. Gillian. Michaels. Michaels? No. That's Gillian a, Jacobs. No, that's, that's a, a workout. That's lady. the trait. Yeah. <laughs> Gillian Jacobs, I think. That's her name. <laughs> Sarah Michaels. Uh, um, Gillian Jacobs. Um, they have a sex scene where they do bits in the middle of the Ew. sex scene. Uh, and that's so yeah. gross. And they like peck at each other like birds. Yeah. Also, the improv in the movie was terrible. Like it, it was just like weird. And he was also in that show on Netflix about like college friends who were also friends just, like, from college, all white. And like yeah. I was like, why do you keep doing? Like, do you like being the token? Like it just seems like such a weird position to want to like put yourself in and because my life re- reflects that and it's mm. negative I never want to watch that because yeah. I'm like girl I don't yeah. want, that's I, not life I will say that when I was in school he was the one that I think I related to more of the duo because he um, then it switched was uh, also he's he's very Christian and at the time I was still very religious mm-hmm. and so I remember listening to like his You Made It Weird episode where he talked a lot about his relationship to God and I remember being like I can do it like I can like uh, still be like a Christian person and also a performer and like then um, my relationship to God changed. Um, <laughs> and, I mean, that was very sweet. And um, so that started that on that. <laughs> um, but pretty soon, oh wait, we have to we have to play, we have to play. So we have to find a third thing. <laughs> what? Uh, I, I just think- Just like, no, 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 no. I'm trying to think of what the third thing was. Being like off the grid. Ooh. That's a good one. I yeah. think that's a good one. So it's so it's comedy. Mm-hmm. It's acclaim, or is it like serious? I like acclaim. Acclaim. Okay, comedy, acclaim, off the grid. Oh. Okay, I oh, know. What you I'm know? Doing. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, I am marrying. Or okay, I'm gonna fuck. Acclaim. Okay. I'm marry off the grid. Yeah. I'm kill comedy. Okay. I because like that. Explain. I, um, because I think fucking acclaim 
you know, the same reason why when someone's like, would you fuck this celebrity? I'm always like, yeah, <laughs> because, like, yeah. because it's like, it's worth it for the story. It's a literally incredible like, story. Literally Talk about it for months. Amazing story. <laughs> that I, would, I would bring up at every dinner party for the rest of my entire life. Um, and then you marry off the grid because that shit sounds like, uh, sexy. Zen. That's yeah, sexy. And beautiful. Literally and, hot. Uh, killing comedy because the idea of fucking or marrying it makes me uh, want to die. Hmm. Okay. I like that for you. Um. I think I am going to marry a claim. Same. A Libra. Oh, <laughs> a Libra. As we know, I famously am addicted to people who are good at their jobs. Yeah. It literally is hot to me if you're good at your job. If you don't know what you're doing with your life, I don't. I cannot fuck you. Um, marrying a claim because I'm me. Fucking off the grid because I want a mysterious. I want a, yeah, mysterious, a mysterious lover. Lover. And. I am making a switch. I am Ugh. making a mid. Oh my god! A mid answer switch. Wow! I am fucking comedy because I think about what Mad TV meant to me. I mm -hmm. think about what Key and Peele meant to me. Revelatory, right? So we're talking big O, <laughs> but oh orgasm. Uh -huh. okay. <laughs> I was like the Oprah? O in revelatory. <laughs> revelatory, uh, big O, revelatory. Revelation, right? I'm having like mind blowing sex, right? Is how that's translating yeah. to me. But also good time, chill sure, time, chill. fun laugh. After we fuck, maybe we see each other again, right? I'm watching a sure. YouTube video but two no, minutes later, and it's chill. We no have a bits good rapport. In the bedroom, though. No bits in the bedroom. Hot in the bedroom. But then after we have a good rapport, I'm like, oh right, we don't mean this to each other anymore. But it's nice to see each other in passing at a party, and we have a civil conversation, and we have a good laugh, and then we go our separate ways. Cute. And that means that I am killing the thing that I want the most. <laughs> but it just has to be done. I am not having any relations with Off The Grid. And sort of that I feels- I think that's kind of like where you are in your yep, life right all. now. I feel like in maybe, like we check in with you in a couple years well, and it'll maybe be, we'll have some different answers. Dwayne, where do you- <laughs> That really symbolized yeah. what's going on right now in a way that's sad. Dwayne, look at me, talk to me. What's your choice? Um, <clears throat> uh, wow, I didn't think this would be it until it's the same exact thing. Uh, I <laughs> God damn it! God damn it! Yeah. I would definitely marry a claim because why would you not? Thank you. <laughs> I want that my entire life from death to I do I part. Um, <laughs> um, yes, and then I would um, fuck comedy because comedy is great, but it cannot be my main because comedy creates terrible people. It has so many terrible yes. side chicks, and I just don't want to be a part of that. Um, and then I would have to unfortunately uh, kill. Off the grid, yeah. which is like something that I love, but right. I also love uh, attention. <laughs> I'm addicted uh, and to like, attention. And like, I only want it when I want it. Mm. Yes. Uh, <laughs> when I don't want it, I'm like, yes. leave me alone. Yeah. Or I'm like, you know, it's like, hey, this is the week that I go to New Mexico and I do my thing. And then I come back from New Mexico and I'm like, oh, it's so incredible. Exactly. New Mexico it's while like, I'm on my phone. <laughs> I want to be on the grid, but I don't want anybody to be on my grid. So I want to yes. be like very like Beyonce. Like, hey, uh, this is like a, um, I'm going to give you content, but I'm going to yeah. consume. More. I am the grid. <laughs> I am the yeah, grid. I am the grid. Output so. only. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. yes. And it's all you can hope for. And speaking of hope, 
Uh, no, actually, no. I don't think that's it. I tried. Okay. Uh, speaking of, speaking of, it's uh, before we make a judgment, we like to ask if uh, if you have any last words, any last thoughts, any last feelings about Jordan Peele. Uh, ultimately, I just think he's a great example mm. of uh, an, an icon, and I only hope to be someone else's Jordan Peele one day. I really love that. Olivia? Um, I love that we're doing someone who is kind of, that, that there's so much time left, mm. you know? There's like, we, there's so much more that he is obviously like going to do. Cause sometimes we, we don't, we talk about people who have like a really big, like, like a wealth of content yeah. ready for mm. us to dive into. And with him, it's like, we're like, obviously he's proven himself, but there's so much, it's cool that we can call him an icon so early. It's cool. And like, yeah. he, we're really like calling this shot, but it's like, obviously. We haven't made the judgment officially I know, yet. but Dwayne is calling Brian. And like, um, but yeah, I think it's incredible. I think he has like one of the most beautiful careers you could ever ask for like yeah it's cool that he's a genius yeah and it's cool it is cool that he like exists it's awesome. like i don't think i like growing up i had like no one i know like that. you 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 cobbled Where together I, like, yeah people. i was like okay so there's yeah. like tina fey yep. over here <laughs> yeah but she has some parts that yeah but then it's like yeah, but like, like no but then to that part, part yeah. and like, like other donald glover I like yeah yeah i'm this, gonna take some of this but not like yes. those, like freaks and geeks lyrics and we're gonna put we're gonna away. put those away we're gonna put away the asian yeah. woman fetish yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and then you but then it's like if i were we're gonna keep nigger faggot we're gonna keep what is it what is that derek sketch bro rape yeah god damn i love Snickerfaggot so much. <laughs> oh, that sketch was the best sketch of my life. And I will be watching it after this. We're actually gonna watch it together. And that's that on that. Fuck, they were awesome. Um, um, but yeah, I just like, I like imagining being 15 and being like, oh, that's this a thing. Is the that's shit cool. That makes yeah. me emotional. And I, I, but I also think about being like, oh, cool. This also means that one day there's gonna be a a black woman and also like, you know, an Asian person and a trans person. Like, like he just allows more to be possible and for people to look up and see mirrors that are exactly like them. Like now you as like a black man, you know, like mm-hmm. you can do that, but you know, soon there'll be somebody who's queer and it, and it's honestly gonna be you. We know that for a fact. <laughs> and like, you know, just like, oh, it, it, that's the thing. Like that's, that's all you hope for is to be able to see like a mirror for yourself to know that the things that you want to do are, are possible. He fucking rocks. And um, I guess my last would be um, one of my favorite things about him is that whatever he's involved in, you can tell he's genuinely a fan. You can tell that he's genuinely a mm-hmm. dork and a geek and somebody who just like loves this stuff. Like even in Key and Peele sketches, like you could see like, oh right, these are all the things that you've loved and seen before about like horror, weird movies or culture or music and like, on the Us press tour, um, he uh, dressed up as um, Jack Nicholson's character from uh, The Shining and like different Stanley Kubrick like yeah. outfits because he's he was like, because yeah. he's a dork. And like when he, when I think, I think it was when Get Out came out and he programmed like a week at, at BAM, BAM and it was just like movies from Honestly, like I was every, for that. every sector and you're like, oh yeah, this is all coming together like within you yeah. and within this thing that in a way that is like, 
amazing. And that and was also like, a moment where I was like, oh, cool. Now a career goal I have is to be able to program. I, all I want to do at is BAM. program a week at BAM. Literally all I want. I have never wanted anything more. BAM, let me and IO curate a week. Oh, that'd be so cute. It would literally it be would a be good so week It would be so good. Yes. It would be great. What would our theme be? What would our theme be? Hmm. I know that I would just want to put a Western in there I somewhere. Know. We have to just become notable enough that like we're the draw, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll think about this. We'll think we'll about it a little. Yes. If you have any pitches for Olivia and I's week at If Bam, you work at BAM, hit us up. Please. I would say one one last thing is that I didn't have an example. Like I think fame is terrifying. Mm. And I did not have an example of like what level of like fame I was thriving like striving for yeah. until him. I've been yeah. like, oh, you can have fame from like Literally your work. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I want that. I don't want like that other one. Yeah. Yeah. But it does feel like this thing where, and and maybe it also is just like a sign of like where our culture is moving again in terms of like, or or also not, because now I'm just thinking about the way that there are still people who are famous for exposing literally every parts of themselves or famous and do that. But it is cool to be like, okay, here's a person who is like a black artist who is just their art. Like that's it. Like how freeing is that? To not have to, and and it's cool like to see like Issa Rae is sort of doing that in a way where it's like, oh, oh, she's engaged and we have no idea to whom. Great, cool. amazing, uh, great for no. her. Oh, uh, dreams, goals. Uh, and like uh, Chinamama Adichie, like she just had a baby and was like, yeah, I had a baby. I didn't want to tell you guys, so I didn't, and I just made sure I wasn't showing well, up like, places like where you when, saw my belly. When <laughs> like, Ryan Coogler got married and he like accidentally was like my wife, and people were like, what? Yeah, and, and he was like, he was like, like uh. <laughs> Gervonta <laughs> Rhodes also like is engaged, and someone found out because someone screenshot from her Insta story at like at, like the picture, and then you know, and it was like you were dating someone this whole time, and he was like, yeah, you know, like you can like you can do it, yes, <laughs> you can do it and be left alone. Uh, I'll see you in a few years off the grid. It's just not the right time now. It's just not now. It's not the right time you now. Need a few more years. Yeah, but You're what, like before sunrising off the grid. It's, yeah, it's in literally. In years, yeah. you'll like meet in Paris and not You know I'm addicted to having like a short jaunt. Oh, I know. I love it a short know. but passionate emotional jaunt. It's it's literally what I'm very good at. <laughs> um, and also what I'm good at is bringing us to the next Let's segment. Let's do it. Yeah, okay. The segment that we're freaking closing out on yes. where we decide will Jordan Peele endure? Is Jordan Peele gonna be an icon? Uh, Olivia, would yeah. you like to kick it off? Yeah, I, my gut reaction mm. is that it is uh, too early mm-hmm. to really say. But that being said, yeah. I am leaning toward yes. Mm. Because I do think, like, just get out alone was like, one of those things that was a cultural moment in a way that we have like few and far between now, yeah. where it was like word on the word of mouth, people being like, "Have you seen Get Out yet?" I want this is all I want to talk about. Yeah. This is what I want to talk about with my yeah. coworkers. This is what I want to talk about with my friends. This is what I want to talk about with my family. Like that, it was like the thing on everyone's lips was Get Out. It was and, so like, cool to have that's that so feeling. Cool, yeah. yeah, and like that. I feel like because everything is so fragmented mm-hmm. now that having this like moment where everyone was excited about this one thing yeah. was like so special. Yeah. Um, and for that alone, I'm leaning towards yes. Mm-hmm. Um, with the caveat that, you know, he's got a lot of years left, which yeah. is a good thing. I think so too. I agree with your feeling about got a lot left. 
or, or a lot more time, you know, yeah. things to figure out. I would love to see, like, is he going to go back into comedy? Or, right. like, you know, or is, is he ever going to perform again? Mm, yeah, things like that. But I think right now the things that he has on the docket, just in terms of, like, adaptations and things that are already in the works are exciting. And I think he works with exciting people and, and he still is, like, taking time to think, it feels yeah. like. And so... That, but also just like literally what Get Out did and felt like, in addition to the work that he's done for Key with Key and Peel and like the strides that he made in sketch, like I, I think that's pretty iconic. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I think we're well on our way to seeing someone who's cemented as an icon. Dwayne, uh, I personally think he already is. One. Yeah, I think his uh, impact has already been felt. Yeah, and then the things he continues to do, like even I'm really glad that with, you like, said this with, with like Spike Lee. I feel yeah. like even if you follow like Spike Lee's like path, like it's very similar to like Jordan Peele's. Like, he created yeah. a lot of content at a young age. Yeah, and it was just like, yeah, you did that. And right, I feel like Jordan Peele, he did the thing already. Now it's just him. Now it's us seeing like, what else do you want to do? But yeah. I think like Get Out has solidified him like in history as a person of like note. It is like. You know, yeah, I, I, it is also like, I feel like a lot of times when you have that person who's like come out, you know, as like a, there were they were a marginalized voice or somebody wasn't seen or whatever. And it's like, OK, what's next? You know, like this like thing of being yeah. like, well, you have to prove yourself in a certain way or whatever. But I, I think you're right. I, I What I would love is for him to be. To, to just keep coming out with work that makes him an icon on par with like a Scorsese. You know, like yeah. I want him to be like a name in yeah. film where it's like, like, oh right, hit after hit after hit after hit. Like, like I a want him huge to have huge run. It's I want like, him to have like a legacy. Like yeah. that's what I want for him, like in every discipline, just because like he already means that much to me. Like yes. I want him to mean that for like everyone. I want him to have like a like a, a canon. Like mm. there's like, yes. there's where people, you can be like, what are your five favorite Peel, Peel movies? movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I also want, like I want people to like judge him equally to the way that they judge other filmmakers. Like mm. Woody Allen makes movies. Are they all good? No. 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 Do people care? No. Right. Because he already solidified himself as an icon who creates films. Tarantino and, is yeah, another. Like, <laughs> and I feel like if Jordan Peele, like I just want Jordan Peele to have the same privilege as being like, yeah, he should be able to explore cinema yeah. and, and not have uh, his icon status like, questioned based on like mm. if one film is not if he has like a flop like yeah, you can bounce back yeah i i feel like uh uh oh shoot did i just completely lose my train of thought yep cool <laughs> 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 and maybe Super that cool. is sort of a perfect sign <laughs> to sign off um, and thank you, Dwayne, for joining us and talking this was about so fun. Jordan Field. This was so much stinking fun this and wonderful. cathartic and cool. And I <laughs> love hanging out with you and talking to you because you're so freaking smart and a genius. Um, Dwayne, do you have anything that you'd like to plug or let people know about? Should come out in maybe two or three weeks? Um, no. I mean, I have like things, but some things I can't talk about, some things I can. Um, but anything that okay, I can talk about. Plug, plug the grid Plug the social. Plug the grid. Become the grid. Anything that I, I can or will be doing, you can find on my social media, on Instagram at Dwayne K. Perkins. That is A. I'm so stupid. I was spelling, <laughs> I was about to spell at. The at? <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, why am I spelling at? A-loop-D. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's A in a swirl. A D. E. Don't forget the E. W A. No Mm-hmm. D-E-W-A-Y-N-E. K Perkins or on Twitter at Dwayne Perkins. D-E-W-A-Y-N-E Perkins. Please, please, please remember the E, folks. Yes, it is very there important. There is a Dwayne Perkins yeah. and he is toxic. <laughs> Does he, he suck? He was in Loquisha. <gasps> oh, and that's that on that. Uh, <laughs> and we love to end the pod on a gas. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Don't uh, forget to rate, review, subscribe. Five stars only. Don't be mean. Like, um, thank you so much for like um listening and um like um <laughs> We'll talk to you guys on Friday. All right, see you Friday. Bye. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. All right, y'all. I hope you enjoyed the show. Once again, if you like hilarious comedians talking about things they're obsessed with, you'll love our podcast, The Unofficial Expert. Now go listen to all of our episodes right now. Bye.